Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about the purpose of a will. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So an inheritance received comes from someone taking the time to spell out their wishes in something called a will. Now you may have heard of a will before, but do you actually know what it is? The purpose of a will is to spell out what goes to whom and at what percentages. Now this can spell out specific items or simply just the beneficiaries and their perspective percentage split. So the balance had a definition for a will that I liked and wanted to use here. And they stated that a last will and testament is an estate planning document that explains and clarifies what you want to happen with your property at the time of your death, among other things. Your will provides all the essential and necessary details of who will inherit your property. Now, a will is set up in order to prevent beneficiaries or those who are spelled out as benefiting from the will as it is written by you or your attorney from having infighting due to a lack of clarity of that person's last wishes. So when a will is established, an executor of that will is usually determined. Now, the executor's job is to simply execute on the written will as it's stated. Now, this may be easier said than done, especially depending on the proximity of the beneficiaries to that said executor. Uh, But nonetheless, the role is critical to ensuring that the will is carried out based on the individual's wishes. So this would be everything from settling any outstanding debt uh, that, uh, that would be the responsibility of the deceased to ensuring the beneficiaries receive what was actually spelled out. So there's a lot of different roles, um, responsibilities, tasks for the executor, but this just explains a couple. So ideally, you do not want your will to be determined by the state, the the probate court, um, as they will search for any beneficiaries outlined on existing accounts and make a determination. Now, you want to be able to have a ability to speak to who you want to receive what. So being proactive to set up your will based upon what is actually important to you will ensure this actually happens. So oftentimes we may not think it's necessary to communicate the impact of those we determine as our beneficiaries. So will is a place to ensure that those who have had the greatest impact on you are actually spelled out in the will as being honored by you. Now that may take the place of being a a separate letter to them individually, but nonetheless, this gives you an opportunity to, to establish the will, establish the executor and be able to communicate those aspects of those people uh, they've had the greatest impact on you and how you can uh, encourage them and and uh, use this as an opportunity to to maybe 
shed light on aspects of how they've had an impact on you. So I know of someone who passed away last year and did not have a written will. The probate court went through the process of looking through the individual's accounts and determined that the person's ex-wife was still outlined as being the beneficiary on those accounts. So even after uh, they got a divorce and it was settled years ago, this resulted in uh, in the remaining portion of his estate going to her. Now, that could have been a intentional move, being that they had children together, or it could have been an oversight uh, or just... Uh, you know, not focusing on the details of necessarily putting that together uh, the way it needed to be. Um, But it should be and serve as a reminder to ensure that your will outlines what's important to you. So if you have yet to create a will, then you can simply reach out to your trusted attorney or use a service such as LegalZoom to complete your last will and testament. Now, depending on the complexity of your will, this may be a um, a, a, a quick and inexpensive process, or it may be a process in and of itself. So here are some suggestions in creating your will that can then uh, be run past your trusted advisor and eventually included in the will that either they re- they write or uh, that you use a third you know party to write. Um, and I build this out based on uh, the the where, the what, the who, the whom, uh, as well as the when, the how much, and the why. So, and this is in no specific order, but this will give you an idea of what you should be thinking through to make sure that it's included in your will. Now, the first component is where. Now, it's important to outline the where in regards to the current state to which you are a resident and make sure that if you do move to a different location, that your will is actually updated uh, according to that state uh, when you move so that you don't have an outdated uh, will you know, that, that someone's trying to, to uh, apply to your estate. Now, the second component is what? What do you own? Start with outlining a list of your assets, um, big and small. This could be anything from a vehicle to a family heirloom. Now, the third component is who? Who will be the executor of your will? For this, uh, you know, it may be a trusted advisor like your attorney, a close friend, or a family member otherwise. But figuring out who that is, is especially important when you're writing your will. So the fourth component is whom. To whom will be your beneficiaries? Ideally, outlining this by either percentages uh, or breaking it down based upon what individual items, accounts, or assets otherwise are going to whom. Now, in this, you may consider ensuring that the uh, insurance policies, the bank accounts, the investment accounts, and the like are updated to reflect those beneficiaries listed in your will so that hopefully it doesn't add confusion upon your passing. Now, the fifth component is when. You will want to provide a timeline of those assets and when they're going to be transferred. Now, this could be uh, or mean that you have conditions that you require in order for those assets to be transferred, uh, like an age reached by an individual. 
Uh, maybe it's observed behaviors uh, by those uh, who are part of the family or part of that will accordingly. Or maybe it's their life choices or certain accomplishments like a college degree, getting married or having children, or maybe even just buying a house. But you want to spell out at what point the assets will be transferred to the beneficiary accordingly. Now, the sixth component is how much. You will then want to consider and specify uses for the gifts, such as money to go toward a college fund when an asset can be sold, donated, or given away accordingly, uh, as well as amounts based upon uh, the, the, the win that you previously determined. Now, the last component, number seven, is why. You may also consider outlining the why behind why that individual was being uh, chosen to be a part of your will and a beneficiary. Uh, you may outline the hopes for the gift that will be benefiting them and in what ways. So a will is such an important piece of documentation, whether you're 18 or 80. Now, as you continue to further uh, outline your will, you may consider establishing a trust for your family, which we will cover in the next episode. So my call to action today is to take the time to invest in building out your will. Find a trusted advisor or a service that can solidify your wishes and place this last will and testament in a safe uh, location as well as a sealed version handed to the executor of that will. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.